Hello and welcome to episode 34 of Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bullen, alongside the Tiger Woods of disc golf, Braxton <laughs> Taylor. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm the king. No, I was, I was uh, just, you know, having a casual uh, swipe through Instagram one day, and uh, and I, I won't mention his name because he may not want to be mentioned, but uh, a friend of, of yours and an acquaintance of mine, I was... Yeah. Um, Look, looking through, and I, I happened to see a picture of him doing some disc golf, and uh, yeah, yeah. and you know he looked he looked pretty professional. He looked like he knew what he was doing. He had this nice pose going, and yeah. everything. And then I I happened to swipe next, and, <laughs> and there you are. What are you laughing at? It's not funny. <laughs> it was so funny. What's so funny? Chief? You were just. <laughs> You're just standing there with this look on your face. Yeah, it's because concentration you've ever had in your life. This look of determination. <laughs> and all I can think is, wow, he really doesn't know what he's doing. Shut up. <laughs> I'm way better than you'll ever be. I've never played, but no, no. But <laughs> I, had a, I really enjoyed it. Um, but no, like, I, I'm sure you're great. I am. <laughs> If that face didn't prove it to you, then nothing else will. <laughs> it was so good. I'm about to cry. Well, anyway, Star okay, Wars podcast. Yeah, yeah Star Wars. <laughs> I've been saving that. I've been holding that in because I didn't want to talk to you about it until <laughs> until on this. Oh, I'm so but happy no. that you got a laugh out of it. But no, it was great. And uh, so anyways, oh gosh, welcome back, everyone. Welcome. Um, it's we're actually doing this on Saturday, so the yeah. day that this is actually going to be posted, we're doing kind of cutting it a little we're, close. We're here. cutting it close, <laughs> uh, but the reason we're cutting it close, the reason we're doing it today, is because we're also doing our first big um, live stream for um, our let's plays. We're going to oh, start doing yeah. some different game streams, and this is yeah. for Star Wars Squadrons, which just came out yesterday. Yeah, I was going to say real quick, you know, this is something that uh, we a while back we put out a poll, and this was. Uh, maybe a, a couple months ago, ago yeah. yeah. And we put up a poll of like several different things that we were interested in doing in terms of growing the channel and growing our podcast and growing, you know, the brand of Jedi Eternal. And we put several things out there. And, um, you know, while there's a lot of good responses for the other things that we had said, a, a, a big number of you guys wanted to see us do game streaming and gaming, like Let's Plays and things of that nature. So yeah. uh, your wish is our command. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We want to do guys what you guys see, want. So. If you guys want to see us uh, play mediocrely on a video game, then you will absolutely <laughs> oh, get it. Yeah, so, it's going to be mediocre, all right. See, if we were like playing like, you know, like an <clears throat> FPS or over the shoulder like gun game, like, like Battlefront or something like that, yeah. you know, I wouldn't probably do too bad, but doing a dogfight game, man, it's going to be interesting. Gonna be bad. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. And hopefully everything works properly. Yeah, um, we've been working our butts off to get this yes. uh, going. And yes. I tell you what, it. Uh, and we've spent we spent a lot of money as well. A lot well, of so, money. Um, so, anyway, if you guys want to give us money for this, <laughs> <laughs> set up a tip page. <laughs> yeah. No, but in all seriousness, like, we're excited to do it. Well, can't promise it's going to be the best quality in the entire world um yeah. uh, you know it's our first time doing it like ever so um yeah it's gonna bear be with facebook us. live uh, yeah. at four o'clock eastern standard and then um eight o'clock yeah and um so if you guys happen to listen to this as soon as, as it's posted it'll be two hours before we we start yeah um the live stream otherwise maybe you guys will have already watched the live stream when you listen to this hopefully it was enjoyable yeah um, so. <laughs> hopefully it didn't screw and, too uh so yeah we're just gonna have some fun with that hopefully you right. guys can can kind of jump in there 
and leave some comments, talk with us as we play. Exactly. And uh, but it's going to be fun. But Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be on Facebook Live, 4 o'clock. So let's uh, move into the news for today. Yes. So the first thing we have here is D23 Expo will now take place um, just weeks after Star Wars Celebration in 2022. So mm, D23 was pushed back a year. It was going to be in 21. Not sure exactly why it was pushed back. It may have to do with a lot of these, um, all of these movies being postponed. Um, honestly, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if Star Wars gets postponed again. What, like the movies themselves? Yeah, or? yeah the oh, movies okay, themselves, yeah. just because we're seeing so many MCU movies yeah. that are getting pushed back even farther at this point. So we'll see what happens. I hope that's not the case. Yeah, I wouldn't be very happy about that if that's the case. But but anyways, <laughs> um, so with D23 uh, is now being pushed back to September 9th through 11th, 2022. Now, what's interesting about this, well, first of all, there's always the possibility that we can get Star Wars news at D23. Um, and so that's one reason why um, we're mentioning it. But the even bigger thing here is that, again, it's just weeks after Star Wars Celebration. And so I'm very curious as – why do you have the look of panic on your face? You all right? I just, like, deleted probably, like, half my notes. I'm trying to re undo all of this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> Trying to take my sweatshirt off. He's getting crazy. He just took his shirt off. Um, <sighs> it's hot in here. Well, you can open that door back up if you want. That'll help. That's uh, okay. I should be fine. Got my sweatshirt off now. Okay. So, anyways, sorry. <laughs> so, with Star Wars Celebration um, it being just weeks before this, it makes me wonder if Celebration will end up being pushed back again. Yeah, I wouldn't be very happy about that. Um, because I just, they're going to be in the same building, the same convention center in Anaheim, California. Um, it seems odd that we would be getting Celebration and D23 just weeks from each other. Does that seem odd to you? It does definitely seem odd because they're such huge events that, you know, typically they operate by themselves. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. I mean, they, they are, they do inter twine to some degree but they are independent events of course d23 deals with all disney it's not just star wars star wars is a part of disney right but it's not all star wars so i can imagine there being some either discrepancies in time frame where uh, you know maybe celebration happens a little earlier or perhaps it happens a little bit later yeah. or perhaps it just maybe it does happen at the times that they're saying and it's just it might just be a little difficult for the team that's putting all this together. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't it's know. just an interesting decision if the if they truly are going to be that close together. Yeah. If they are that close together, I assume D twenty three will not have any Star Wars news. They'll just save all but, of it for celebration. Yeah, and that very well could be. And the then case you as well. know Disney uh, does their thing with with the rest of the stuff they own. But yeah, um, yeah. So that's just kind of an interesting uh, tidbit there as we continue to see um, the entertainment industry kind of like fluctuate and change based off of the current events going around yeah um and so we'll see um how this stuff plays out and uh, you can guarantee you will hear here um, you'll hear it first you'll hear, hear it here first folks <laughs> um, when it comes to anything to do with star wars and movie changes and release oh, yeah. dates and stuff we'll talk about it all here yeah so. as soon as it comes out we'll be on top of it so keep your eyes and ears tuned to hear us hear us talk about it and you'll you'll know it so as soon you, as we do do you have our next story <laughs> or did you delete it i i i got it back so okay that's great thank goodness <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> over this uh several 
month period of this year where a lot of us have been quarantined and been inside of our homes and things of that nature. We have been devoid of physical interaction with uh, those close to us. Um, so Disney Plus has uh, been working to do something about that. Um, and it's a little late to the jump here, but <laughs> my opinion. Um, <laughs> but Disney Plus actually has... Uh, just announced that they are going to be re- releasing what's called the group watch feature on Disney Plus, uh, where you can have, I believe, up to six to eight people um, linked together uh, on on Disney Plus, where you could, I guess, you know, FaceTime each other or whatever, uh, Skype each other, and uh, and watch any Disney <clears throat> Plus movie, show, etc. at yeah. the same exact time. Um, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, those of you who maybe who have family or friends that live far away and you like to watch some big new release like Mandalorian season two, October thirtieth. Um, you know, you can link up with your friends and family and watch that together. Yeah, and they allow you to like send emojis throughout it, so like reaction type yeah, emojis. <laughs> uh, they won't. They they no, purposely left out chat because they don't want people to be distracted. Um, yeah, but you can send emojis though. But you so. can send emojis. Yeah, um, it's not distracting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and Mandalorian season two is, is coming out at the end of this month. Right. Um, yeah. And so this is a, kind of a cool way to maybe. If you maybe are a far distance from your friends or just don't feel comfortable with, with having a big watch party at this time, then yeah, this is an option to where you can, guys can still kind of stream together and enjoy it. So, Yeah, it'd be really fun. I mean, me and Drew, we're, uh, we get together quite a bit anyway, yeah. so it, it won't really apply to us. But if we right. had, if like one of us moved away or something like that, it'd definitely be something we would utilize for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, Pretty cool if you guys, uh, you know, can utilize that feature. It's a pretty cool thing. So. Yeah, pretty cool. Okay, so moving on to our next story. Our next story here is, uh, if some of you may know Gary Whitta. He is um, the writer of Rogue One. He's also been involved in many other Star Wars pro- projects. Uh, he's written for, I think, at least a couple Rebels episodes and, uh, and some different um, books and different things. So he he definitely has um, a lot of influence in the Star Wars universe at this point. And anyways, he tweeted out uh, this week. He said some news coming from a galaxy far, far away next week. Stay tuned. Mm, interesting. Uh, the reason why I put this in news is because he is a reliable source. Um, I do believe if he says there's news coming next week, there is news coming next week. Well, I mean, he's the and, writer uh, of Rogue One. I'm, yeah, I'm sure yeah. he'd know. And um, <laughs> so something is coming. Now the question is. What do we think this is? Yeah. Um, man, uh, I don't really know. Um, only thing, if he says that there is something big coming next week, only thing I could pob- possibly well, think of. Well, let's, let's, he does not say big. Okay. He, all he says is some news coming from a galaxy far, far away. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I was under the impression that when he says this, he means like, oh, there's something big coming. So, um, well, okay, if you rephrase it like that, then it may just be something related to something that we already know about. Because I was going to say, if it was something big, then okay, maybe there's a new new project that's coming out, whatever that may be. But if it's just like, oh, there's some news, maybe he is coming on to a project that's currently operating. Yeah, so my my first guess would be kind of a safe guess. And we know Gary Whitta is writing a story in uh, The Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view. Yeah, we know he's one of the the stories, so we could just be getting information on what his story is about, that, and that, that could be and it. that could be the yeah. news, and that would be a pretty safe safe bet. You know, it'd be cool to learn about it, but it's not like anything. Yeah, it's kind of like whatever. Drastic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 
might now going like a little crazier and 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 guessing at something bigger uh i could very well see him be a part of one of these new disney plus shows and that's kind of what i was insinuating yeah. as well you know something, we have a lot of these unnamed projects right. that are coming out and he, he may be saying like hey i can't necessarily say what it is but just know that some of these things are rumored to be coming out uh, I will be a part of them. Well, Gary Whitta, I think, could be definitely be a good option for some of the Cassian Andor series. True. Seeing as yeah. he was connected to Rogue One. Um, it'd Very be cool true. to get him attached to some of that. And yeah. we're definitely due for some more news on that show. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, maybe it's that. Or maybe I know some people wish there was a Rogue One sequel, which, again, that doesn't make any sense if you think about <laughs> everyone um, kind of dies you know and it leads about, directly up into the new hopes so, yeah if you think know. about like what that movie is but anyways but hey maybe they're gonna do a rogue too i know people want it you'll have to explain to me what that story is but uh, it's a tv show version of new hope that's kind of what it is anyway <laughs> like from know. a different perspective i actually might be <laughs> different point of view. if you did it if you did it right but eh, whatever um so yeah uh something's gonna probably be coming out next week uh so if if it's if we find out about it um by this time next week we will tell you guys all about it yeah so just keep tuned in with us and if anything comes out we will make sure to report that so now that concludes our news segment for this week we're gonna go ahead and get into our rumors and we have three of them um but lrm online has been looking into the story of uh kind of some contentions between um you know disney disney star wars and pedro pascal because as we heard and i i apologize i can't remember i should look it back up can't remember her name we talked about this past couple weeks um but uh this this lady had reported um, it was apparently. a grace randolph yes grace randolph yeah i was gonna say like amy something so <laughs> yeah not quite the same anyway but uh grace randolph had said essentially that this was a rumor that you couldn't confirm this but there had been apparently some big um, issues in the filming of Mandalorian season two, but they have already been resolved. This is what she had said. But so this LRM online has been looking into this, um, with the issue of that. It possibly was that Pedro Pascal had some creative differences, uh, with the show and how he basically, maybe he had some frustrations that he wasn't getting enough, uh, screen time, you know, Hey, I'm the Mandalorian. Yeah. There's, you know, uh, we got what Brandon, um, uh, Wayne as the you know the body and yet here I am just recording lines and stuff. So anyway, LRM has looked into this and they quote unquote confirm right. This is just rumors at this point. They confirm that there were creative differences, but they are now resolved. Um, they do think that and Andrew's going to have some more of this. They, I think he has the article, but they do say that Pascal very well may have some more limelight in future seasons and things that nature. Yeah. So they they they're basically saying here that you know no worries. Um, Pascal will be back for future seasons. Um, he's not gone like some people have rumored or suggested. Uh, yeah, so they they did confirm like there were there were some some creative differences, and uh, basically they resolved it quickly. It said, and you know because we had heard he'd walked off set. Right. Yeah. Um, he was uh, maybe gone for the second half of the of the of the season. Yeah. And. And so they changed the kind of what the second half of the season was to to adjust for that. Um, based off of this, it sounds like whatever happened was resolved quickly, um, and that the second half of the season is different, but it was always intended to be. Yes, yeah, and that's what's yeah. interesting about this is they're saying what from their understanding, the second half of the series is opening up for this larger universe that we've been talking about for a while now of these Disney plus interconnected series of shows. 
Um, basically, what LRM Online is telling us is that the first half of the season is going to stick fairly traditional to what we've already experienced in the Mandalorian. And yeah. then the second half is going to open up this larger interconnected world um, and start to kind of show us what that's going to all be about. And if that's the case, that could be pretty exciting. Uh, it could also derail the show pretty quickly. <laughs> right, um, exactly. And so that's well, and that and this is something that we'd already talked about, but this is it's kind of scary to think like that, right? That they're going to yeah. include all of this because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is the Mandalorian. This is about uh, you know Din Djarin and the child, right? This is what the show is about. Right. Not saying that it can't expand, not saying that it can't do more, but once you start adding all of these other elements to start seeds for other shows. You're kind of like you said, destabilizing the foundation of this show. Yeah. Um, and and this is actually another thing that we kind of talked about as well. But uh, uh, Dave Filoni had said that they kind of had, they're going. I can't remember the exact wording off, off the top of my head, um, but something along the lines of that. You know, we're going to be doing bigger, crazier things, but we're also trying to stay true to the core of the show, right? right? What people loved. And, and to my mind, that was Din Djarin and the child, yeah. you know, Mandalorian and Baby Yoda uh, hanging out, being with each other, going on adventures. And so to me, I think that maybe kind of was part of the issue as well is that they did plan on starting the seeds to all these other shows and then realized, okay, well, we're not going to be able to have a season three because <laughs> basically at this point, at the end of season two, Mandalorian and Baby Yoda are going to be like nil. They're not going to, you know, they're not relevant anymore. Mm -hmm. So, that's what it kind of sounds like, but maybe they started reevaluating what was going on. Yeah, I think I think what we can gather from from these rumors so far is that there does seem to be some kind of change halfway through the season. Right. For the the reason why is is up for debate, I guess, because now we're hearing multiple different reasons for the change. Right. Uh, some say it was intended. Some say it wasn't. Um, however, uh, it'll be interesting to see exactly what that turns out to be, how that uh, plays out. But for now, we're just gonna have to wait till October thirtieth to start yeah. this season, and uh, and then you guys can just follow us here weekly, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. All right, Drew, you want to leave us off in our second one? Yeah. So moving on, Disney Plus, kind of, maybe, uh, spoiled some things for us. Yeah. Um, this is up for kind of debate um this is why it's in rumors it's not in news right so. this is uh coming from um the direct which is also a little sketchy sometimes <laughs> right. but uh but there is um kessel runs transmissions posted a a tweet kessel runs transmissions is also a little sketchy sometimes no offense right. to them but yeah <laughs> well they just kind of do whatever they hear and then you and know, sometimes that stuff sometimes ends up it being a little inaccurate. Yeah. But um, the Disney Plus Denmark Instagram story um, confirms Rosario Dawson and Timothy Oliphant for The Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah. So they have like a little video that's played. And in this yeah. video, it shows their names pop up as part of the cast. So yeah, let me, let me preface this also. What's interesting, what kind of gives some uh, grounds to this rumor... Uh, a, um, we have screenshots and videos of the Instagram stories of Disney Plus Denmark having these little short clips of doing this. So there's actual proof of this. Um, secondarily, also, what's interesting is that as I was looking up, I, I found Denmark. Drew actually found Germany. So there's reports that both of these countries, uh, Disney Plus Denmark, Disney Plus Germany, 
uh, did this. Yeah, they shows. both had this on their Instagram stories. So it's interesting to that both countries have released that Rosario Dawson and Timothy Oliphant will be in Mandalorian season two. So it does kind of give some credence to these rumors a little bit. Plus, I mean, it was technically, according to these screenshots and videos, it was Disney Plus that posted this. Yeah, so this is the closest we've gotten to a uh, true confirmation right. of, of basically of Ahsoka being in the show. Um, but it still seems a little sketchy. It does. And uh, but... even though I know it's supposed to be like an official account, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're still not saying it, though, so, like, we're just going to keep it as a rumor still. Yeah, and like I said, and it was nothing, and, and even if it is real, right, even if it's real, Disney+, Plus, Disney, Star Wars, what have you, they're not going to say it anyway, so we're never going to say it as truth until we yeah. see it. I don't think, you know, even, like, why would they drop that, right? Like, why? that's, like, such a crazy, huge thing. Why would they say that? Yeah. Uh, and I think it was just an incident. I don't think it was supposed to go out like that. <laughs> so yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting indeed. So just be aware of that, those of you who are interested and, you, want, you know, want to be in the know on, on Mandalorian Season 2. It is very it's possible that, uh, you know, uh, Rosario Dawson and Timothy Oliphant could be coming into this season. Uh, it's fair, fairly credible rumors. Um, on a side note, we're, uh, we can go to our next uh, rumor here in a second, but I do want to add to that. Um, recently, uh, the Black Series lightsabers came out with the Force X Elite or FX Force Elite or whatever they're called uh, lightsabers, and there's an Ahsoka Tano lightsaber set. And if you look at the picture, it's kind of like a realistic, lifelike version of Ahsoka. And it looks very, very similar to Rosario Dawson. Yes, very similar. First thing, yeah, like I saw, I thought that Drew sent me a picture. Like, who does this look like? <laughs> you know, so like, yeah, if you look it up, you know, look, look up, uh, you know, Black Series lightsaber, Sokotano. I think it's like I said, Force FX Elite or something like that. Uh, it, it looks very similar to Rosario Dawson. So... All of these things adding up, we've already heard the rumors. We're hearing these, you know, leaks from Disney yeah. uh, Plus in different countries. Seeing this, you know, it's very possible. Yep. So it's very possible. We're never, we're not going to say that it's news until we see it. Uh, right. But yeah. <laughs> so be aware of that. So let's go on to our final rumor for this week, and that is uh, Star Wars is rumored to be planning "quote unquote" multiple Darth Bane projects. So. This is very, very interesting to Drew and I both, I'm sure to many of you as well. Uh, Darth Bane was re-canonized. Um, I, I don't know if that's even the right uh, way to say it, because he may have never been not canon, I guess. I don't know. If he was made non-canon after the Disney-Star Wars merger back in 2012 or whenever it was, 2014, um, he was re-canonized in uh, Star Wars Clone Wars Season 6. Um, if you watch... Uh, oh. The lo- oh, I can't remember now. Anyways, it's the episode with Yoda, and he goes on this Force adventure, essentially. Um, and he finds, like, the tomb of, like, Darth Bane or whoever, you know, if that was, or it's just a Sith temple, something along those lines. And Darth Bane comes out and talks and blah, blah, blah. So, boom, Darth Bane is recanonized. But now we're seeing rumors of there being actual multiple Darth Bane projects. And I've heard this in multiple different sources. Um, I don't know if Drew has any more on this, but... Uh, but yeah, I mean, I have my opinion on this. I think I'd love to see this. I do think it's a little far-fetched. But uh, Drew, what are your thoughts on this? Um, 
I really hope this is real. Yeah. Um, I love Darth Bane. I love uh, the story of, of Darth Bane. I, I think it would be cool to, to see more in that era. So I am all for this happening. Uh, but basically what, what we've heard so far is that uh, Daniel Richmond's has said that there is, Disney has plans for multiple projects involving See, Darth Bane. That word "multiple" is very interesting. And then it says potentially including a solo project. Um, and it's unknown if these projects would be through theatrically released movies or Disney Plus series or maybe a mix of both. But um, I, I could see. In my opinion, what I'd like to see, I've said before I, that Darth Bane, um, you know, it, it, it could work either way for Disney Plus or or theater. But I would like to maybe see a combination. If, yeah. if we're gonna, if we're truly gonna go into this time, uh, I think there's stories to tell with the Sith, and there's stories to tell with the Jedi of that time. Yeah. And so I think it it could definitely be a combination mm-hmm. uh, where you maybe you have some characters you follow in a Disney Plus series, you have some characters you follow in a um, in a, a couple movies. Mm-hmm. What I think would be cool is if we start with Darth Bane um, as just as a student, and mm-hmm. we see his his like the transition. We see his transition into yeah. one of the most powerful Sith Lords of all time. Um, I that's what I want to see. Yeah, I, I I would honestly I'm on the same page as you. I would absolutely love to see this. I do think it's a little presumptuous because we're coming into the High Republic era. Yeah. And I think it's like all of a sudden, if we do Darth Bane, we're dumping into two different timelines, two different eras all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And I think that would kind of take away from the High Republic. And I don't know that Disney would want to do that. You know what I'm saying? I think it could be confusing for some people. Uh, Yeah. And that's kind of why, that's kind of where I'm at. I think it'd be confusing to like, oh, is this the same thing? Or, you know, no, it's several hundred years or a thousand years later or before, should I say? So, yeah, it, it would definitely be confusing for some people. I mean, let's be honest, a, a large percentage of people even now that are watching the Mandalorian mm-hmm. cannot tell you where it takes place in the, I mean, I'm like no offense to anyone because yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's not really their fault. Um, it's, it's just kind of tough with star Wars sometimes. And yeah. I don't know how many people I know personally that aren't, aren't like you and me, of right. course, but they, but they do enjoy the Mandalorian. Right. They do enjoy star Wars movies when they come out and they'll, and I'll be talking to them about it and they can, they have no idea what's well, taking place. A lot, a lot of people I talked to thought it was actually Yoda. Yeah, right, uh, they right, thought right. it was actually Baby Yoda, like an actual baby well, version of Yoda. And I've had people be like, um, well, like, you know, they don't even understand that Luke Skywalker is around. Like, right, I know right. some people think, yeah. thought that this was like after everything in the movies we've watched. Exactly. And yeah. and again, I don't blame no, them. It's, I mean, it's, if, you're, if you're not actively looking into this. Like, cause like when we first watched it, we had to assess like, okay, when did this happen? Right. right. Um, we had to look into now it. Now it's like, we know, um, the, the empire has fallen. So it kind of, for, 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 for people like you and me, that gives us a, a definite like, okay, well it's definitely after return of the Jedi. Right. And, uh, and, and that kind of thing. But not everyone is that, um, into, into it, it as us, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so they miss, they don't even really think about the fact that the empire is gone. And so right. I totally get that. But, um, we kind of got off, yeah, off, subject off track there. here. Going back to <laughs> going back yeah, to Darth yeah. Bane, I would love to see his his transformation into the Sith Lord. And and what what I think would be kind of cool is if we got a series starting 
so I'm talking like this might be like a MCU type plan here because this would yeah. be, this would take a while. Oh yeah, absolutely. like maybe even like a like a ten year plan of Darth Bane stories. Okay, yeah. so like I'm not I'm <laughs> yeah. not even joking. No, I, I like know. We start I just... we start we see him kind of growing in growing as a student. We maybe get like a, a Jedi side as well, some Jedi characters that we see. Yeah, and it kind of transitions cool. back and forth between those between the Sith the Sith Academy and the Jedi Academy type deal, right? Right. Because you have to understand before, back when Bane was a student, as long as they continue with kind of the same idea, um, there was actually tons of Sith. And it wasn't until Bane became who he was, the big Sith Lord. Bane's the one that said, okay, there's only going to be two of us. Right. He instituted the rule too. Right. Yeah. And so uh, that being said, I could see there being like a, like a series of that, and then you you eventually get to a point where you transition from him just being a student to him becoming the Sith Lord, right? Yeah. And yeah. then what I think would be cool is if we transition into a, a point where we get it from a Jedi perspective, we get movies. And, yeah. And yeah. Bane is the big villain. The big villain in that. Of yeah. the movies. And I would, I would be all for that. The thing is, is by that point, you would kind of care for Bane, though. <laughs> Even though he is the big villain. Hey. I, I've said this a million times. Nowadays, people are doing it more than times than before. But how you write a good villain, a yeah. good villain, mm-hmm. is being able to look at the villain and think like, yeah, they're doing something bad, but I can honestly see why they're doing it. Well, it's kind of <laughs> like Thanos. Right? Thanos, exactly. Thanos yeah, yeah. had reasons why he did what he yeah, did. Exactly. It wasn't just to be a just to be a big bad big like yeah <laughs> like he there were yeah. reasons he wanted to do it um and, and the same thing with bane in the story of bane there were reasons why he um believed the way he did and why he did the things he did and right. so i think i think if they did it right that could be a really great yeah i agree long too. drawn out story yeah that would that would really build up emotional um and, and, and care for all the characters involved when you finally see this final outcome in like a series of movies. Um, I, I think it would be good. I'm just yeah. saying. That, I mean, I, that's hey, my that's my pitch. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I do think that if they did do it, it'd probably have to be after the High Republic, just logistically speaking, on their end. But I'm all for it. You know, so if they want to do it, let's well, do it. Well, <laughs> but let's, let's also remember, as of right now, the High Republic is only... Technically, yeah. Is technically only a publishing program and uh we talked about this last week but i think phase two they're going to be i know that we feel we both have have spoke to the fact that we really could see this going into other things if it gets popular enough but for now it is not intended to be a movie or tv series and if it stays that way if it stays that way then it would be easier to go ahead and do something like this so yeah it's possible it's possible (laughs) it's possible okay moving into our last rumor um, our last rumor for today is, oh wait, we don't have any. Yeah, rumors. that was the last one. <laughs> that was our last one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought we had one oh more. Oh my God. Uh, what I do want to, we're going to go into our releases then. Um, and bef- right before we do that, I do want to mention again, Star Wars Squadrons has came out. It came out yesterday <clears throat> on Friday. And, yep. uh, so that is available now for PS4, Xbox One. Um, and PC, mm-hmm. and something to note is that uh, these also are upgradable for the next generation consoles as well. Mm-hmm. So that includes the Series X, the PlayStation Five, and um, yeah, there's only two. Also, 
something to note as well. Those of you who are interested in this, um, it is the game is VR compatible for right for PC specifically. Well, PlayStation, yeah, and PlayStation too, yeah. Um, and uh, so that's that's cool if you have that PSVR. Um, it I hear it's pretty amazing. I saw someone play it on PC too. So oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, they could, you can use your probably Oculus headset, Vive, whatever you have too. So. I've yeah I've I've heard a lot of good things about that at least at least on the PC part because I watched somebody play it and they said that it was phenomenal so yeah people are saying good things and I'm sure that would be really cool um, so anyways if you want to go get that I think it's uh, it's forty bucks yep and um, so that's actually a decent price point it's yeah, a smaller it game but yeah but with that being said there's a, actually a lot of reviews that um, came out of course uh, I'm looking at GameSpot right now and they kind of did a reviews roundup. And basically, it's it's uh, pretty much agreed with everyone that this is a pretty great game. Um, there's about eight hours of of a story there, like a campaign. There's like an eight yeah. hour campaign, and then basically the rest of the game opens up into multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all about just like uh, there there's like a couple different modes that I've heard about, like dogfight, which is basically just like mm-hmm. a team deathmatch type deal. And then there's also um, like a conquest or something where, you know, it's more about like defending certain areas, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and so this seems like it's it's pretty much everyone's agreeing it's pretty good. It's getting about like eights, sev- like seven eights, um, which is pretty decent. Um, high, most of them are eights. I, I see a couple nines even. So like, oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. So that's pretty good. Um, again, we're going to be playing it here in just a little while. Oh yeah. And, uh, we're going to embarrass ourselves tremendously. <laughs> and so yeah, we have like no plan on what we're going to do here. So we're going to jump into the Yeah. The like we have not, we have not played it. Yeah. We, we, we both have we... the game, but we have purposely waited because we, we want the very first raw experience to be, to be on, with you guys. On, on live, uh, yeah. And so it's going to be really <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Hopefully we don't spend an hour creating our characters because <laughs> I could totally see myself doing that. Yeah. Uh, I'll try to yeah. make it quick. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I should create my character anything. before I. Did. Yeah, no, do we want to? No, we will have the right want, experience. They want everyone to see. The, everyone wants to see the character creator. Well, right? well, I mean, I think I think at the end of the day, there's going to be some people who want to see what this is about, but yeah. may not buy it, or maybe they want to see yeah, it, they want right, to buy right, it. Right. So we can go from the very beginning. We're going to go from the beginning. We're going to yeah. we're going to start on the Xbox Home menu. That's and right. Press, and That's right. <laughs> I think uh, you know, Drew, and I kind of talked about this, we might just do like a two hours today. Uh, we don't go too long. Yeah, my thought was we actually haven't really talked exactly what yeah. the detailed plan was but i was thinking <laughs> we, don't we might we might do like an hour of the campaign and then yeah. an hour of multiplayer just yeah. kind of show both sides of that. plans on that um yeah. and you know maybe not we don't have to be like dead locked on an hour yeah, to an exactly. hour on both but yeah um but yeah we won't go super long but our plan is especially if you guys enjoy it we'll we will make future episodes um of us playing the the rest of the the game yeah i will say most likely this is going to be like a first time experience type thing. Like, right. Oh, we're just jumping in this game for the first time. So it's going to be live, but in future times, we'll probably have it more like curated, edited, you know, like yeah. posted on Facebook and YouTube type thing. Right. Like a Not let's that play. we won't have other live ones. We probably, we'll probably will. will yeah. do like, some live. Might have like a, have, might have a live where it, we're playing some multiplayer and invite you guys to come on or something exactly, like that. You know, exactly. who knows? But, um, yeah, so it's going to be fun. But anyways, oh, yeah. continuing on with um, releases, we do have a couple of comic releases this week. We have Star Wars um, Issue 7 and Star Wars Adventures 1. This is Star Wars Adventures kind of restarting. 
And so they're both, um, I'm not going to say it this time. <laughs> just, I'm not going to say go it. Go on. And so they're both going to be October 7th. That's Wednesday. Uh, so check those out. This is the new, starting a new arc for Star Wars. Um, issue seven is a new arc, which means that uh, Darth Vader and Star Wars both have finished their current arcs. Yes. Which means next episode, we are going mm-hmm. to go ahead and talk discuss completely go into spoilers on both the Darth Vader arc yeah. and the Star Wars arc. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do we want to split both up and have one for each episode? Uh, Is there a no- not enough, do you think? I think it depends on how much news comes out in the next yeah, in the true. next week. Yeah. Uh, let's. We're going to plan to do both, but if, if things change, we might only do one of those. But go ahead, catch up on both of those if you haven't just yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, and, and we're going to talk all about both of those. And so... That being said, if you're listening to this episode and you've read it, or maybe you haven't read it, but either way, if you have some questions about what happens in those arcs, yeah, go ahead and 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 write those in the uh, the 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 post of this episode on Facebook, yeah, and we will we will get to those questions and and on the main topic next week. Yeah, we we'll probably won't have it in the Q and A, but we'll just put it with right, the main right. Topic we'll play with the main topic yeah. and and discuss what any of the concerns or questions you guys have about it. Yeah, so, for sure. That's all we got in releases this coming week. All right, cool stuff. We're going to get ahead and get into our Q&A here. Um, so as you guys know, every week we post a Q&A uh, post on Facebook asking you all to bring us up topics, questions, and more. Um, and also we always try to do three questions and topics and things of that nature a week. And if there's ever more, we go ahead and put that into a queue that will be answered first thing next week. So actually two of our questions this week are from last week so cool uh we're getting kind of caught caught up a little bit with our questions here and we're gonna have the little on cue so yeah well cool thank stuff. you for uh continuing to ask questions Absolutely. i'm always encouraged when we have some in the queue because yes, yes. that means that you guys are are really getting out there and asking us and uh yeah and that is reassuring to to me so yes it, it really boosts my fragile little ego so no <laughs> <laughs> very, very. Fragile. No, honestly though, it's just it is nice to know that people out there who are listening they want to know what we think about stuff, and it's yeah. just it's really awesome. We love it. Yep. Um, also, this week we have someone, um, uh, Mr. CJ. Um, we, he asked a question that uh, you know we haven't heard seen from him for a while, or you know I haven't really seen a lot of questions from him. So thank awesome. you, yes. CJ, for thank asking. Thank you, CJ. Um, That's great. It's cool to see new people asking. You may have been following for a while. Well, that's not what I mean. But well, you know, yeah. No, first time seeing a question. You know we've seen CJ. Um, in, in our community, we've seen him some like different things, share yeah, different things yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. I don't know if he's ever, I can't think of any time he's commented before, yeah. But it's great to see that he is commenting, yeah. Um, so, great we, to see you're asking TJ, questions. we, we continue to it. encourage you to, to <laughs> ask more questions yeah. and comment stuff. Uh, but those of you who are list, like have been listening for a while, maybe don't ask a lot or yeah. don't comment a lot, just you know, there's no need to uh, think that you have to have the best question in the world right. or whatever. Just ask anything on the Q and A, or if you just yeah. want to comment on our post, whatever. We, we just we just want to know you're out there. Yeah, like, we would love to hear from you guys. So um, we know there's a lot of other people that listen to us that <laughs> right. we that we don't know about because um, the people that talk to us versus the amount of listeners we have is, yeah. is widely different. Oh, yeah. so yeah. we know there you're out there. We know we know you. We there. know that you're listening <laughs> and that you don't talk to us. We see you. <laughs> Say hi. <laughs> Tell me hi in the post. 
<laughs> okay. Anyway, so that we're gonna little, go ahead. That was a little weird. That was weird. Yeah. Um, we're gonna go ahead and get over the questions. So this uh, one, first question comes from Philip Mihuren. Philip, thank you for asking, sir. Um, but he asks a very good question. Um, one that people don't think about a whole lot. But he says, "Did Vader ever use Force lightning at any time? If so, when? And if not, why?" So great question. First and yes, foremost, yes, Philip has always asked us some pretty good questions. Yeah, Philip, you, you don't ask a lot, but, yeah, when, but he when he does, he always has some really one. deep, cool one. ones. So, so thank you. Yeah. So first of all, um, from my understanding, and I think Drew and I, we had, a, we shouldn't have talked beforehand. It was just kind of like a discrepancy. We like started we just, to talk a little. We started bit about to talk, it, a little and we're bit. like, oh, stop! I'm just going to go off the presumption of what I had previously. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. So I'll, I, I know this is not quite true, but I'm just going to say it the way I thought it was. Go ahead. As far as I understand, <laughs> Darth Vader has never used Force Lightning. Um, mul- there's multiple different reasons as to why that is. Um, first of all, Palpatine created his his life support suit um, to be, you know, very cumbersome and, and painful and stuff to kind of keep him in check and keep that anger and rage inside of him. But one thing he also did when creating this suit was that he made it very susceptible to Force Lightning. Um and that way, you know, Vader's very powerful. We all know that Vader is one of the more powerful uh, force users ever. Um, and Palpatine didn't want him to overpower him. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, in doing so, he he made it to where it's kind of like a kind of like one of those shock collars for a dog. You know, um, if he ever gets too wild, he can just zap him one time and <laughs> get him under submission. You know. So, from my understanding, he has never used force lightning just simply for that fact that he 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 couldn't right because if he did, he would kill himself but secondarily um the force lightning uses the body as a living conduit uh you know like a transformer so to speak you know like a electric transformer and it it powers the lightning through the living conduit through it but since vader is more machine than man i personally didn't believe that he was even capable of doing lightning but drew actually had some difference on thought here so drew what are your thoughts here on this whole force lightning thing so basically, we learn in the Darth Vader um, comic uh, that takes place um, not long after Revenge of the Sith, we we get a story where Darth Vader has to corrupt his kyber crystal, um, and basically in that, as he is uh, doing it, he basically uses Force Lightning, okay, uh, as he's doing it, and it it, it like almost destroys like everything when he does it it's it's so mm. crazy yeah and uh and it almost kills him in the process yeah and it never necessarily it never necessarily says like he's using force lightning but like the yeah. picture alone shows you that he's basically <laughs> yeah. using force lightning like i can yeah show you. um it, right there is where he's doing it and you can kind of see all of the yeah it's kind of like lightning kind of not it's like like energy waves coming off of right it. so it's not like he's using he's not like using his fingers yeah, going like, yeah, yeah, he's not like yeah. shooting out like up like Palpatine, but yeah. it's very much suggested that it's kind of the same thing happening. Yeah, he's kind of like and, yeah, um, but it does almost kill him. So I, I think it does harken back like if this is Force Lightning, right? This yeah. is probably like one of the only times he's ever used it. And secondarily, it was very early on, and he realizes that he can't. He can't he, because of his suit. Yeah. Um, because so everything it, that you said, I think, is accurate. The way he's made, the way Force Lightning is, is used and stuff, Darth yeah. Vader just can't really do it without basically killing himself. So he kind of sort of did it one time and then never again. <laughs> Correct, yeah. So basically in that, and uh, corrupting that kyber crystal almost cost him his life. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, as we've learned, like it's it's really hard to do. And that's why like Kylo Ren, 
technically doesn't he doesn't do it just right and it yeah and it um damages the kyber crystal which is why yeah his lightsaber is the way that it is <laughs> and so like um it's a very very tricky situation and um yeah so that's a it's an interesting issue it's issue five if you guys are interested in checking that out um and but yeah like so i think it's kind of it's it's still kind of up for debate on exactly what happens there but it right. is highly suggested that he it was kind of using force lightning in that right and uh but yeah like he'll he won't use it anymore if he did and uh yeah. well i guess that's not entirely true i guess they could choose to let him do it again yes yeah but as of right now in canon what we know there's only that one instance and it was very early on and you kind of seems like he learned his lesson after that so <laughs> right so philip that's kind of the that's kind of the answer for you the short short and dirty version is just that basically to our understanding he's never used it except for maybe once right after he basically turned into the vader as we know him after episode three and he kind of sort of used it to crypt his kyber crystal and he almost died so he didn't do it again <laughs> anyways hope that answers your question um, our second question comes from CJ. Now, I apologize, CJ, if I butcher your last name. It's either DeSimon, DeSimone, you know, forgive me if I don't say it correctly. Um, but he says, uh, could you ever see Lucasfilm ever taking a chance to bring the Force Unleashed to either the big screen or Disney Plus? So, great question, first of all. Um, I will go ahead and tell you what I think, and then Drew can harp, uh, harp in after that. Um, my answer is pretty short. And that is, Force Unleashed is awesome. I love Force Unleashed. It was one of the greatest Star Wars stories at that point. Not, you know, it was one of, you know, not the best, but it was one of the, you know, things I really, really enjoyed. Um, I loved seeing Star Killer. I loved, you know, this kind of weird you know, apprentice almost to Vader to, in that end up being cloned and all this crazy stuff, right? Um, I think it was awesome. But with that being said, I don't believe that they would ever bring him back in canon. Um, the reason I say that is because, especially uh, up to Force Unleashed 2, uh, Starkiller ends up becoming, like, so powerful. Like, I mean, the power creep on him as a character was just immense. Like, it was just insane. There's that that, that uh, cinematic trailer or whatever it was where he's in the forest surrounded by stormtroopers. And literally is picking up with the force, like, I don't even know how many, right? Like, a hundred stormtroopers. <laughs> and then just reaches this, like, force wave and just disintegrates all of them. And, like, basically easily beats Vader. And I think that alone makes it to where they probably would never bring him back. Simply because he's just too powerful. They made him too powerful. Um, and it wouldn't make sense for the current lore for him to be real and come back into canon. Um, because it was kind of be like, okay, where did he go? Why we never hear about him? Kind of that kind of thing. Um, I definitely would like to see it. I love, love, love the stories. It's so cool. Love the character of Starkiller. Um, I just don't think that, uh, especially now that we have what Starkiller base, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, wait, is that an homage to him? You know, if he ever came back, which is not. So I think just basically Disney never has a habit of going back and redoing things as we well know, um, going back on things. So because of that alone, I don't think that they probably will. Drew, what are your thoughts? I think that we can get elements of the stories. We can get maybe mm -hmm. even characters from the stories. Um, but like, will we ever see an, a complete remake of those stories? No. Right. I don't think we will. Um, again, like maybe we can even get the character 
the char- that main character back in another story. Um, we know that um, the actor for it, what's his name? I can't remember his name at the moment. But, oh, uh, he does um, all the voice acting now. Yeah, but he's uh, he's more than willing to do so. He's the Sam, Sam Whitworth. Whitworth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he'd be willing to do it. Um, but it's just it now in current canon. Um, I just don't know that it it's as doable as it was back then when right. like you could basically do, do whatever. whatever you want, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where they're a little more, a little more strict on it now. And to have such a strong, um, character, uh, we, we just haven't seen the force being used like that in current Canon. No. And I think that's another big, big token topic there that you just brought up is that we've never seen force utilized like they, like they did in, in force unleashed. And it's a travesty. It really is. There's, there's, there's um, one. There's only one example of where that that gets even somewhat close, and that's like maybe some sequences in Fallen Order. Um, and this is kind of a little spoilery for those who, if you've not played it yet or don't want any spoilers, uh, just skip forward like fifteen seconds. Uh, but like when Darth Vader uses uh, the Force there at the end when chasing after your character. Oh, true. Like, that's, yeah. some, that's some pretty strong force stuff going on there. But, but even it's still then, not even close even to what they did. it's not like close to what yeah. he does with like yeah. the Star Destroyer and all oh, that Oh, I stuff. mean like, like just for instance, like there's like, there's like times where like force lightning is just going from head to toe all over him. You know, right. times where he picks up hundreds of stormtroopers and just disintegrates them. Like, yeah, take, so, like I said, taking two Star Destroyers and smashing them together. I mean, it's just insane. So I don't think it's crazy that to think that maybe they could take elements from those stories yeah, and yeah. utilize them again, um, and just like that's what that's what Star Wars has been doing in current canon. They've taken elements of Legends, yeah. and and brought it back, uh, such as I mean, one of the biggest ones that I can think of is like Thrawn. You know, uh, Thrawn was a very popular character in Legends. He had a whole story in Legends, and what they've done is they brought him back. Um, that what interestingly enough they brought him back in a whole different time era yeah. but it's worked yeah. and yeah, exactly. uh, and he's back and and just as popular as ever and yeah. so there are ways to do it i think uh, it's just a matter of how and when and why so <laughs> yeah exactly so i mean at the end of the day I, it's unlikely that they'll bring it back in its entirety but it's possible that maybe they have elements of it that come in the future so uh, great question, CJ. We thank you for asking. Um, but uh, let's see. Here we move on to our third question for the week and our final question, which comes from Kristen Perry. Uh, Kristen, thank you for asking. And she says, I have always wondered why the Padawans have to have a braid and or chain signifying the rank. So, uh, Kristen, that's a great question. Andrew might have a little bit more elaboration Um than I will, because from my understanding, I don't know that there's necessarily a definitive answer of like, oh, at this point in time in Star Wars history, this custom had been, um, this custom and tradition had been established, and this is why they did it, right? I don't think we even have that answer. At the end of the day, the best I can say is that the whole braid slash chain thing is, again, kind of just, as you said, it's just, it's a, it's a signifier of rank. You can easily just glance over at somebody and say, oh, that's a Padawan, Right. Um, and I, I think that at the end of the day, it's one of those things where it's like when you graduate and you finally get your braid or chain cut off or taken off, right? It's kind of symbolic of, of, of releasing yourself from your master, getting that attachment off. Um, 
And uh, so why it started, I, I don't know. I think it's just one of those things like in real life, you know, there's traditions why you don't necessarily know why certain things happen. It's just something that's that's occurred over a long period of time. Drew, do you have any more to say with that? No, I mean, I think you're dead on. It's just a, it, it's a, it's a Jedi tradition. Uh, we don't necessarily know why it started, but yeah, but it was, it's a, it's, it's kind of like um, how they signify your rank. And then once you become a Jedi Knight, you know, it's part of the ceremony yeah. is, um, you know, getting that removed. And, um, and so, you know, it's just kind of, that's, that's all there is really to it. There's, yeah. no, there's not any other like detailed uh, yeah. description on why. I will say this, <clears throat> this whole braid thing, you know, it's very, again, like you said, it's very ceremonious, yeah. right? And what do we know about some new upcoming things is High Republic is very ornate and ceremonious. And yeah. Who knows? Maybe in the High Republic, we may see some more about that. Maybe the institution. Maybe it's possible. I mean. I would maybe, assume maybe not. I don't know. I would assume it's already something that's already been established. Right. I imagine something like it's been going for just yeah, since yeah. the beginning of the Jedi. So that's, that's what I would assume. But yeah. who knows? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's something they they create in the higher public. But well, we could look back to the pictures. I mean, I haven't off the top of my head. But you I've know, not paid any attention. If yeah. you look back to the there's because there are pictures of Padawans. Right, right. You can you look can at them and see if they have a braid. Yeah. I don't know. You can always check on that. Yeah, but, but I think. Um, I don't think there's like any real big um, revelation to any of it. However, this maybe, speaking, maybe yeah. like um, there will be a story maybe one day on why they decided to use braids. Yeah. Um, it could be one of those like, like little side stories yeah, that we right. might get in the future. You know what I'm saying? So uh, if, if we were, I'd say it would be like old Republic or something, probably most likely. Yeah. More than likely. So Is anyway, that our last question, it was our last question. Mm-hmm. I can lead into our main topic if you want, and then we'll kind of, it's fine. Go ahead. Step in. So, um, the reason I wanted to lead in is just because it kind of, can, you know, uh, comes in conjunction with our Q and A. Um, but we had actually a question for Q and A this week that uh, actually would have been in uh, the queue. But we looked at it and we we're like, man, I, we felt like it could be actually its own topic. It's such a big, broad thing that it wasn't necessarily just a question. It was like, hey, what's took of this topic? What do you think? Actually, it comes from Mr. Alex Mason. Um, who asks, I would love to hear both of your thoughts on the what if story, what if Order 66 failed? So very, very interesting topic. Um, and like I said, we, we definitely thought it could be its own thing here. Um, so I don't know how we want to jump into this necessarily. Um, so first of all, let's kind of start off the premise. You know, there's a lot of different ways that um, you could look at this. You know, how did it fail? What ways did it fail? You know, because if you say, what if Order 66 fell? There's a lot of different ways that could go, right? Um, so let's just start off with the premise that we know that for something to fail, it had to have started, right? Um, if, it, if it got stopped beforehand, it couldn't have failed, right? Because it didn't start. So Order 66 has started. What if it failed? Drew, what are some scenarios maybe that you think well, that maybe it could fail? So he did he did have a video reference, well, right? True. That yeah, he, yeah, that yeah. he um, was when he was talking about this. And we watched that video today. Yeah. Um, and basically in that story, it shows the, um, it's, it's right after order 66 happens. Mm -hmm. And basically the guy is saying, what if the Jedi just had been more in tune and actually like recognized that order 66 was going to happen like Yoda did Mm -hmm. because Yoda sensed it. What if the other Jedi had sensed it? And it goes along to basically show, um, they all, well, a lot of them actually 
kill the clones that were about to kill them. Yeah. And goes on this big long. Basically, the premise was that, you know, as Yoda did, they're saying that, like, the whole point of Jedi is, you know, using the force and the, yeah. the nature is that they're able to sense preeminent trouble. Right. Uh, they've got their spidey senses tingling. So uh, <laughs> it was one of those things that they, you know, this this uh, video had pointed out, like, they should have, in all actuality, been able to sense that the clones were going to betray them, you know, yeah. as, as Yoda did. You know, he, he felt the, the clones right behind him yeah. and was able to enact. So they said that, like, oh, right before the clones attacked, the Jedi sensed this, turned around, and attacked mm-hmm. and defeated the clones. You know, that was the point that that video was trying to make. Yeah, so I I don't I don't really agree with this video, to be honest. Um I first of all, Yoda is is a special character. True. And yeah. And I don't think that every Jedi senses things like Yoda does. Um we have sure, we have um, you know, we have Obi-Wan Kenobi sensing different things. We have Luke and Vader sensing things. But there's always connections there. There's always some kind of, a lot of times, a connection, an emotional connection to... Like Anakin um, sensing things. Or excuse me, Obi-Wan sensing things and Anakin and things. Right. And, and, and you know, father and son sensing things. And brother and sister sensing things. And you know what I mean? There's always this connection. And yeah, I, exactly. where I Where Yoda, he... Uh, was different in that he he seemed to be able to sense it within almost anyone, and um, but I don't necessarily think that that is for every Jedi. Right now, could every Jedi be like that? Maybe, but I don't think they were that in tune with with what the Force yeah. wanted. They were all the Jedi Order in general was was going down the wrong path. They weren't in tune with the Force, not I, like they should. I think have been. that was kind of like the whole point is that why they was able to fall is because they were kind of blinded by their own arrogance. Yeah, they're well, dogmatic. They're their Jedi away from... Temple was on top of a Sith, a Sith shrine, <laughs> right. and exactly. as we know, that Sith shrine even played a role in their yeah, probably manipulated their, that. Yeah, and their used abilities that to. to not sense the things that were going on and there's they were literally planted on top of corruption yeah that was exactly bleeding into their their temple and so um with all that being said i just i can't really like it's hard for me to even speculate on this because at least on the on his way of telling the story sure because i just don't see that story playing out in the way that he shows it in that video yeah you know, no, I, mean? I, I get you. Um, I think there's two different ways in my mind that could be plausible. I think that perhaps, right, um, there could have been, how do I say this? I think that there was a lot more Jedi that would have been aware of this other than Yoda. But I wouldn't, for my own personal sake, I don't think that I would say that a majority of the Jedi would be able to like, sense this all of a sudden. But some of these higher level masters that's on the council, right. I think they could have. Ayla yeah. Secura, Obi-Wan, Mace Windu, some of these, I, I definitely think that they could have, should have, would have been able to sense this. I know I know Yoda is on this whole other level, but I do, I like to think personally that they would have been able to sense this. Now, a lot of these underling Jedis who are just the basic Jedi Knights and Padawans, things of that nature, of course, I doubt they would be able to because they didn't have the connection with the Force as some of these masters did, but... Okay, so with you saying that, then you technically do agree with the video because to that's some, what because that's kind of what the video is, is I think saying is it's well, the higher level. No, uh, the other one said like other than a few of them, the pretty much the entire Jedi Order where it came back. Oh, really? I thought he just said the Jedi Council. No, he said Order. Like he was he was emphasizing that like basically everybody had kind of oh, came back. I took it as the Council kind of came back. So if I go with mine, at the end of the day, I don't necessarily know that. I don't know that. 
uh, Order 66 would have quote-unquote failed because it got most of them other than just a handful of the Masters. So that would be an interesting what if to speculate on what if the Masters were still left over, like the Council was left over, but just all the underlings were taken out. That could be a whole interesting thing. But the other thing I could have thought of is I think, you know, possibly could there have there been there more clones that didn't go through with Order 66. So that's also another thing that you could think of. Um, That's kind of a long shot because a lot of, like even some of the highest level clones like Captain Rex was able to fight it just a little bit and then succumb to it. But I'm just saying, like, maybe there's malfunctioning ones. Maybe there were some that had such strong ties to their Jedi, uh, you know, commanders and things of that nature. You know, what if more clones were able to kind of snap out of it, so to speak, and and defy their orders, along with some of these higher-level Jedis being able to sense it? You know, Sam? Mm -hmm. That would be interesting. Now, so just on my part, I'll just kind of summate what my thoughts are. Because we're getting pretty close on time. We're getting close. <laughs> we have to post this uh, fairly soon anyway. So I don't want to spend too much time on it. But basically, ultimately, the way this was set up, I do think that Order 66 would have still had the majority of power. You know what I'm saying? I still think that Palpatine would have had the power here. But with that said, if, if some of the clones, you know, more of the clones that we saw defy the Orders and the Masters still stayed alive... I think that it would have been interesting to see that as well, where these Jedi are, uh, and, and some of the clones are kind of on the run, but they have a little bit more of a stance because they're like powerful Jedi and there's several of them. So do you think it would have played out like it did in the video? Uh, no, I don't think so. So in the video, the way they have it is basically they reclaim... Um, they would reclaim... Um, basically, Yoda takes some Jedi Masters, goes, yeah. ends up um, defeating... Palpatine. Yeah, they reclaim the and, temple, kill and Palpatine. Obi-Wan and Plo Koon go and fight Anakin, mm-hmm. and uh, they end up basically capturing him. And taking I don't him think back. that would happen. Um, I would say that Palpatine, I, I, I think that it was very inconvenient how Palpatine just stayed in the room. If he truly felt threatened, I think Palpatine would just jumped out the window. Because we've seen many times... Many times, like Ahsoka, who was a Padawan, jumped from six billion stories and then just used the Force a little bit yeah. to puff herself up and then keep running. You know, so a Sith Lord like Palpatine would be able to do that, right? I think if Palpatine felt threatened enough to run away, I think he could have escaped if he wanted to, even if he was high up in the, you know, the uh, the chambers of the, you know, whatever. I can't stroke. The Chancellor's chambers, right? Yeah. So anyway... I do think that there would have it would have been interesting to see how it played out with Anakin and and uh, Obi Wan if Obi Wan took someone else with him like Plo Koon or something along those lines. Um, that would be interesting. I don't know about that, but I do think that Palpatine would have been able to escape. I don't think he would have died in that. I think ultimately, like I said, I think there would have been more fight. But at the end of the day, I do think that Palpatine and the Order sixty six you know, scenario, I think that would have still emerged successful. It may have taken a longer bit, bit of time, but I do think they would have stayed successful. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, for Order 66 to fail, Yeah, Palpatine does have to die. Mm-hmm. Um, Anakin has to, to, to be defeated as well. To truly... For Order sixty six to be to, to fail, I think that would th- th- both of those would have to happen, and that I don't know that Palpatine uh, could 
I don't know that that group could have taken out Palpatine uh, like they showed in that video. Yoda, of course, would give him a hard fight, but yeah. I don't know that the others would have even mattered. It'd be kind of like when, when Mace Windu went in there with the other yeah. masters. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing against Ail Secura and, and Kiati Mundi, but they're not on par with Palpatine. Like As we've seen, right. only really Yoda, Yoda was. Right. It would have ended up just being a battle between him and Yoda, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and even then, we saw that battle once in, in episode three and Yoda basically eventually had to, had to run. Yeah. And now I will say this, um, the way I kind of analyzed, we're kind of get off topic here a little bit. The way I analyzed that fight in episode three between Palpatine and Yoda is that Yoda did have the upper hand in saber combatives, but because Palpatine knew that he retreated into the Senate chambers and then got a hit the high ground and started just using yeah. raw force power to just throw the Senate, uh, hover yeah. chairs mm-hmm. <laughs> at him and just overwhelmed him so where he couldn't just fight him head to head with the saber yeah. so if he is stuck in the in, in the chancellor's chambers just saber to saber who knows right maybe yeah. if we got to see that fully play out it's possible you no know, it's possible yeah but i sure. i think ultimately i think i don't think that would have occurred i think that palpatine would have had an escape plan i think if anything he would just jumped out the window and just force powered his way down or something you know what i'm saying i don't think he would have ended up if he truly felt like he was overpowered and overwhelmed he wouldn't have stayed yeah the truth of it is in the long run when you look at the big picture palpatine was just too in control of all of the scenarios everything was all yeah he planned it all out right he and so there's not really a truly good way to 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 see how they could have turned things around yeah um the for me um the only way to have stopped order 66 was to stop it before it ever happened yeah and um and but they they were not they were not ready for that they weren't they they were so clueless right and i think like that harkens back to what i said at the very beginning is it, it's like a what if what if order 66 failed for something to fail it would have to start right the only way that they would have been able to upend order 66 is if it never started right, right? so i think yeah so i think uh, ultimately alex i think that i think me and andrew are kind of on the same page depending on you know uh, you know, whether the, some of the Jedi were aware of it like Yoda was and whether some of the clones would have snapped out of it and things of that nature. At the end of the day, I do think that ultimately Order 66 from every angle probably still would have occurred and still would have ultimately succeeded. The only way for it to fail, and it was not really a fail, but the only way for it to fail is if it never occurred in the first place and they found out beforehand. But we know that that couldn't happen because of the corruption, the dogmatic nature of the uh, right Every, Jedi, all you know? of the all of the true um moment change changes that needed to happen for order 66 to fail would have happened before order 66 oh, yeah. happened Absolutely. like like anakin turning that's one yeah. that if anakin didn't turn there were probably ways we could have that things could have been different that. yeah um you know because let's let's be real like if you have if they if, if anakin didn't turn and they find out about order 66 mm-hmm. so so like that moment when anakin and and Mace Windu go. Yeah. Let's let's look at that from a whole different perspective. If they had if they had expected it a little earlier and they had Obi-Wan Kenobi, Mace Windu, Yoda, Anakin, the whole rest of the Jedi Council oh, yeah. all go in on there and Palpatine Yeah. He, he wouldn't have stood a chance. Well, and Not when everyone's let's, there. let's go let's go another step like even more basic, right? Look to episode three when uh 
Mace Windu has him at saber point, so to speak, right? Yeah. All he has to do is just move it an inch further, and he's sliced through the throat. Ultimately, I do think that Palpatine was bluffing. I don't think he was really at that much of a detriment. He's trying to like play yeah. innocent for Anakin. But what if Anakin just like, yeah, kill him? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what if he's like, I, I, I am so much, uh, you know, I see your corruption so much. I'm okay with him killing you right now. Like, if that happened, what if? Because then now at that point, you have Anakin and Mace Windu able to fight Palpatine. You know what I'm saying? Who yeah, knows? I think I think Mace Windu is just his play toy at that point. I oh, think he yeah, was, uh, yeah. he was just playing it out, playing a role to get Anakin on his side. Yeah, but, playing on the heartstrings. But no, like, if I mean, if if they could have just caught it earlier, that's where I think things could have changed. Yeah. I but agree. once Order 66 was activated, I think all hope was lost. <laughs> I don't think there's very many scenarios that can truly turn things around for them yeah. any way you put it. I know that that video technically comes up with the scenario. Some of it's, it's just, it's too, it's like, oh, here's this exception. Well, yeah, that, oh, it's like know. the the whole, um, what if the Jedi sensed it? Well, that's a big what if. That's because, a big what if. Because what if? <laughs> yeah, what if Palpatine like, couldn't find an escape so he just had to fight them? Well, that's a big what if as well, right? Yeah, so, um, but, but it's very interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, to, it's a cool to thing talk to think about, about, for sure. And it, it, it brings up a lot of questions about um, just, the sta- again, the state of mind of the Jedi. Um, and, and also, it, it brings to attention, you know, Palpatine did have such a, a good plan yeah. um, in place. And he he was ready for everything um, and has, for, well, for a long <laughs> time. And again... I said it before. And I'll say it again. I want Palpatine's story. Give it. Start yeah. from the beginning. Let's see. I, I think that'd be let's awesome. Let's see it. Let's yeah. see it, him put the plans in motion. Let's yeah. see it uh, slowly that. grow we and all a, that. That'd be cool. We got a little piece of that in Queen's Peril. Um, just yeah, a, a little, just a little bit, a little not much. It, yeah. But uh, but I would love to see that. I think that'd yep. be really cool. Him and Plagueis cool. and all that stuff. So Alex, we really appreciate you uh, asking that. That's actually a really great question. Um, yeah. Good, good thought provoker there. Um, it's a, lot, a great question. I think we could have gone a lot further if we didn't, or we're not running so close on time today. Um, but with that said, we appreciate you asking. We appreciate each and every one of you guys uh, and gals asking us questions and bringing up topics. We definitely encourage you to continue doing so. So we already have, I think, two in the queue for next week. So do not let that discourage you if you guys don't hear uh, your question spoke on this week's podcast. Um, it will be it will be answered so don't worry about that but without any further ado we want to thank everybody so so much for the continued support towards this podcast Um, and we absolutely look forward to hearing from you all Um, you know you supported us to the point now where we're even expanding doing streaming and gaming and stuff that nature and we hope you continue to support us on that kind of stuff too four o'clock today yeah four o'clock est so that's going to be great uh, but please like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram for weekly news, polls, discussions, memes, and more. Uh, please allow, or excuse me, please follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you would like to, please leave us a good review. We'd really appreciate that. We would. And uh, we thank you, though, for listening. We invite you to join you next week for episode 35. But last but not least, may the Force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. Thank you.